What's up, guys? Welcome to the Flow T Cast. My name is Stephen Maxwell, and today we got a big one. Oh my god, I'm so excited for this. My guest today has nothing to do with any games I play, kind of, but it's more of he's a great friend of mine who I served with in the military. He's also an actor. He's been on a USAA commercial. We're going to talk about that in a second. Uh, countless other short films. He's also known as The Buffalo Hunter. We'll talk about that too. And he's in a video game. I'm not going to say which one, but it rhymes with, I don't know, balls of booty. You figure it out. <laughs> anyway, my good friend and fellow veteran and brother in arms, Jack Marillo. What's up, Jack? How you doing, buddy? <laughs> What's up, dude? Yeah. Oh Do you like God. that? <laughs> dude. <laughs> you're, like, you're saying all these things, and I'm like, oh, my God, how am I going to say hi? How am I going to say hi? And then you're like, balls of booty. Balls of booty. And there goes my <laughs> Spoiler there alert, it's at Call of Duty. That's what rhymes with it. Yeah. Anyway. If I, I was going to say schmall of duty, but maybe that was a little too close L to work. But, yeah, what's up, man? I'm, I'm stoked to be here. Uh... I'm glad to see your your beautiful face again. I'm you glad too, there's man. some hair on it. Yeah, yeah. We kept no the more daily shaves for us, boy. Nope, nope. So when did you get out? I, I like I remember, but I don't remember. I think we got out at the same time. Did you get out in sixteen or seventeen or fifteen? Yeah, sixteen. I got out in July of sixteen. Sixteen. That's right. I knew we were close because I got out in May of sixteen. And uh, I, yeah, I, I think I might have seen you like packing up all your stuff, and I was just like, oh my god, that'll be me soon. <laughs> closer two more months <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you miss it don't you oh i i definitely miss it i miss parts of it that because that's that's a question that i get a lot um from people that i meet from from messages that i get on instagram and everything because instagram is the only social media that i have um i don't think youtube really counts because that's like content creation yeah but yeah people always ask me that and i always say there's parts of it that I miss. Uh, there's parts of it that I miss, and there's parts of it that I don't miss. Because there, objectively speaking, there are plenty of good things about it, and even subjectively speaking, like like getting to interact with weapons so much, like feeling that sense of purpose every day. Um, you know, being with your boys twenty four seven. If you can strike that good relationship, seven days a week. Non-stop. Seven days a week, man. Seven months straight. So many good memories. Oh, dude. Phenomenal. That deployment, even though we didn't really see wartime or anything, that, like, that doesn't matter. The amount of, like, the bonds we made on that little small ship, that tugboat that we drove on, was just oh my God. unforgettable. I think about that all the time. I was like, man, those seven months felt long when we were in there, but looking back, it's like, we did so much shit. It's a blip. <laughs> like... It was awesome. I mean, yeah. And that's how me oh and you God. got close was the, from that deployment. You were in, I think, I know it was Echo Company for 2 1. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we both deployed on the 11th Mew Marine Expeditionary Unit uh, with 2 1 Marines out of Camp Pendleton. For those who know, you know. But anyway, you were with Echo Company. I couldn't remember which platoon. I tried thinking about it because I was going to throw that in your intro, but I couldn't remember. Was it like second platoon or third or first platoon? First platoon. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, oh man, that's so funny because even just hearing, just hearing the term like first platoon, second platoon, third platoon, so many memories just like instantly appear in my mind. Like the different platoon sergeants that moved in and out of the platoons, like when they would play musical chairs with the leadership, yeah. like. The different platoon commanders and like second platoon had, had like a bunch of rowdy boots. Third platoon was always getting into trouble, and first platoon was always trying to be the best. Like, yeah, nah, it's so <laughs> so funny to think about. I was with weapons and uh, <laughs> Cat Blue. Shout out Cat Blue if you're listening to this. I still love you all. Real <laughs> the Thundercat. <laughs> Yeah, Thundercats, the real Tiger Kings. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know shit about that whole thing, by the way. And I refuse I refuse to take part in that. I refuse. Oh my god. I haven't even seen that documentary yet. I don't want to. I, was... I, th I think I'm literally just going to refrain from 
like willful ignorance. I'm, I'm choosing willful ignorance about that yeah. one. It's a fad that'll be here and gone. It just seems so dumb. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, after deployment, I mean, we kind of, I don't want to say gone our separate ways because we were still there, but I know I went to uh, CEB, Combat Engineer Battalion, and uh, near the end mm -hmm. of my, my run, I say they sent me there to die, but it is what it is. <laughs> Putting you out to pasture. But uh, I know, like, when that was happening, you were, like, trying to blow up on the, the uh, content creation industry with your little buffalo hunter. How'd that go? Dude, that was crazy. Dude. I ain't even gonna lie to you. That was crazy. <laughs> Dude, I've got, I've got a good handful of stories about that one. Like, it's so interesting. I mean, I'm not sucking my own dick there when I say it's interesting. It's just, like, every time I think about it, it's always, I'm always perplexed by it. Because the way that it happened, I, I had zero objectives about, oh, dude, I want to start making videos. Oh, I, I need to make like a Facebook thing. I want to try and be funny for everybody. <laughs> like none of that ever crossed my mind. I mean, you know me, dude. I'm just like, I am trying to be funny all the time. Yeah. But because I like entertaining people, I like entertaining myself and I don't want to be bored. Right. So we're on a range because I, um, I was doing range, range control. And we're on a range and there's literally just a herd of buffalo or bison rather. That's the technical term. But there they are. And I'm like, dude, this is so majestic. And me and the guy I was working with happened to be like fucking around making funny videos with iMovie on our phones. And I was like, and he was like, dude, you should make a video. And I'm like, v a video about what? He's like, I don't know, dude, you'll think of something. I was like, all right. So I wasn't too keen on jumping out of the car and running towards a, a herd of bison. I don't think that went well for any human being ever. So we're driving and I see this one, literally just one. It's like the size of a, a Ford Explorer just chilling on the <laughs> ground. Like he, he wasn't going into work that day. He's like, <laughs> He's like I'm calling right her. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm UA, man. <laughs> I'm <Get> chilling. <laughs> and, and I was like, dude, dude, make a video. Or I'm going to make a video on this. He's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah. He's like, what if it attacks you? I'm like, well, if if it does, just like scream and I'll sprint to the truck bed and just like speed off. He's like, okay. So that was like the first one I did. And then I, I did it and I didn't get attacked, which is good. And then I showed it to him and he was like, yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck you, dude. All right. He's like, no, it's pretty funny, though. You should send it into, like, Terminal Lance or something. Because at the time, Terminal Lance was, like, the, the pinnacle of veteran entertainment. Yeah. And it, uh, it got, like, hundreds of thousands of views. And <laughs> Dude, it, it capped at, like, 1.6 million views. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's yeah, wild. It blew, my, blew my fucking mind, man. Yeah, he liked it. He shared it. And it went uber viral. And, yeah, it, it hit that million mark. And I was just like, what the fuck? But I was like, all right, Jack, no big deal. Like, is your 15 minutes of fame? There's, You're chilling. Like, you know, don't. Don't let it get to your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, let it die. Let it, let it be what it was and don't, don't try and replicate it. And then like a month later-ish, almost an exact same instance happens, except there's a battalion. It was 3-5, a battalion of 3-5 doing a safety brief. And the person I was working with was like, dude, you should do another video what the hell am I going to do it on? He's like, I, I don't know. Do it on the Marines over there. Like, are you serious? What am I going to say? She's like, you'll think of something. Wing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wing it, dude. Use a shit. And I was like, okay. So I did another one. And I was like, what do you think? She says, oh, it, it's, it's okay. <laughs> and I was like, fuck you, man. <laughs> I sent it into Terminal Lance and he posted it again. And this time it, it got over 3 million oh views. Oh my God. So, <laughs> I'm like, all right, I think there might be something. And then I decided that I was going to start a Facebook page because enough people commented that, oh, we want to keep seeing these, want to keep seeing these. And I was like, hey, if the demand is there, then the supply can come. That's right. So I, I thought, oh, you know what? I'll make a couple. It'll get a couple hundred views. Like, it'll people will get a good chuckle. And I think it got 36,000 follows. And each video did pretty good, like above 50. 50,000 views each. My, uh, and, yeah. my personal favorite, and I'm biased, was when you came into our BAS and did the, the what was it, Cormanis Slothus, I think you called us, with the, yeah. with the witch magic. Oh my god, that was great. <laughs> it's like, watch this. 
There's something wrong with my back. And we all disperse. I was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a good time. I like that was my favorite one. Obviously. Was was Belfort in that one? A lot of us were. I think I was in that one too. Yeah. No, yeah. I was a uh, I was in the uh the back room, you know the where the we kept the medical records at. Yeah. yeah, I was back there, and you came in there, and everybody's like, "Run, <laughs> dude, dude!" Two one BAS was oh, bad bro. all the time. I miss those guys all the all time. time. Um, yeah, my last hurrah with them was the. Uh, it was a funny story. So, did you go to the uh, Marine Corps Ball in fifteen? Like, I think it would be your last one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the one in Vegas. Bro, that was a tragedy, bro. <laughs> I got so hammered and was in a club and lost my phone. And the guy thought I was sleeping oh at the, like, because we got into VIP. And the bouncers saw my head up like this, like I was sleeping. And he was like, get out. I'm like, oh my God. Try to do the walk of shame out of the club with no phone, drunk. <laughs> oh, my God. You had to put your, you had to, like, take off your heels and walk there. Yeah, yeah, bro. Back to the hotel room crying. My command was calling me because I had a phone muster that morning and I wasn't answering because I didn't have my phone. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh my god, oh, bro! But I miss those guys. I miss deployment and all yeah. that stuff. Anyway, so that's that's that. The Buffalo Hunter. It was a classic. Yeah, I tried looking those up the other day it, it, and I couldn't find them. Did you take the page down? I actually don't know because I. I, I deleted my Facebook just because, like, there's it's way, way too much opinionated, yeah. and w- like, way too opinionated. So many people just saying random shit and being negative and everything. So I I had noticed that Facebook was having, like, a direct effect on my life. Mm-hmm. Like, all that negativity was starting to make me feel negative and everything like that. So I finally decided to cut that cord and... Maybe that deleted the Buffalo Hunter page? Yeah, I'm not I, sure, I couldn't but... find it. And I'm not in Terminal Ants anymore. I was starting to get spammed with them. And I was just like, I'm good. I don't... Anyway. Yeah. But, uh... So this acting career, bro. Let's talk about this, ad, this post-military life. This celebrity life you lead. Out... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, military guys know me. I'll, 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 I'll say that. Military dudes know yeah. me. Like, for the most part. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. So how is that going? I mean, it seems like it's going... Oh, back to that. Hold on. I got to tell you this story, bro. So, so right, there right. I was. The year was 2019. July of 2019. What big movie was out in July of 2019? The Lion King remake. So me and my wife decide we're going to take a date night, and we're going to go see The Lion King remake, right? Cool. I sit yeah. down, have my popcorn, have my drink, and what do they do? Before movies, they run ads. The USA yeah. ad comes on, and your damn face is right there on the big screen. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Holy shit. Like, I lose my mind because you're right. I was like, I was like, honey, honey, that's Jack. Who's Jack? That's Jack. <laughs> that's my boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Bro, I was like, he did it. He made it to the big screen, not in a movie yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, it's, it's a bit of progress. Yeah. It's progress. I, I lost my shit, dude. I, I couldn't believe it. It was so wild. Like, you know how you like, you see somebody that you've seen, like, you go see your favorite band in concert, and you do the meet and greet afterwards, and you freak out because you see that guy on TV all the time. This yeah. was the opposite. And you're like, oh my god, he's in 3D. Yeah. Oh, this is so I crazy. Could, I could touch him. No homo. Yeah, I can smell his musk. <laughs> Bro, you stink like <laughs> I do. <laughs> but it was like the opposite effect because it's like, I know you, we've hung out, and now you're on the TV. <laughs> Whoa. But I had to tell you that. And I was, it was wild. Like It was a wild mix of emotions. It was just, yeah, man, it was that man. That was a long time in the making too. Long time in the making. And that, that was so interesting how that happened too, because when I went in for the audition, I was like, wait a minute. 
I, I'm I'm this scruffy guy with tattoos. I, my hair looks awful today. I don't particularly have a good attitude today either. So like my energy is off. Like my goatee is like uneven and it looks kind of kind of <laughs> grody. And I was just like, that, it was pretty much the worst state I could be in to go into an audition room where you have to you know do whatever they say yeah. and be and hopefully be something that they like. Because that's really what you need. You just need them to like you, and then maybe you can maybe you can make it to the next stage. And I was full on about to call my agent and be like, "Dude, I'm not going to this audition. I feel like shit today. Like, this is dumb. They're not gonna pick me. They're a bank. They're gonna want some like clean cut dude from like I don't know, Wisconsin or something. <laughs> I love Wisconsin, by the way. Shout out to Wisconsin. And and all the homies. I just felt like, dude, they're not gonna pick me. Why why the hell would they pick me? And he's like, dude, just go in. I was like, all right, okay, I'll, you know what, I'll go in, I'll go in. So typically when people go into commercial auditions, yeah, they're, 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 they're very concerned about, I mean, really auditions in general, the first thing that comes to your mind is, oh my God, I hope they like me because if they like you, then maybe you'll get into the next step or maybe you'll be given another shot. But that's actually the opposite of what you want to do mentally. Like you don't want to worry about whether or not they like you because you can't control it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if you worry too much about whether or not they're going to like you, then you start altering things about yourself that are the special things. Like, all of a sudden, you're smiling way too much. All of a sudden, you're you're cracking your voice because you're trying to sound like something maybe they want to hear. And it's just really inauthentic, and it's stuff that they see all the damn time. And they roll their eyes at it, and they're like, oh, my God, not another please like me person next. Yeah. So that's exactly the opposite of what I had when I went in. I was like, dude, I couldn't give a shit less whether or not these people like me. Like, I'm just going to go in and have fun. I'm going to go in and have fun. And like they give you a little they give you a little thing that describes the skit that has a couple words on it. And they say, all right, sweet. Here's your partner. And, you know, whenever you're ready. So I was just like, all right, I'm just going to have fun with it. So I just I just did the thing. Oh, and, and it's funny because they always say never wear like a band T-shirt or like a graphic T-shirt into an audition because it's distracting. Yeah. And that that day I was wearing like this really colorful 30 seconds to Mars band shirt. <laughs> and, yeah. And I was like, dude, if they if they pass on me, it's not because I wore a fucking colorful yeah. T-shirt. So I just wore it anyway. I had fun. And then I get a call from my agent. He's like, dude, you got the call back. I was like, no way. So, like, yep. <laughs> So, and then the callback happens the exact same way. And then a couple months later, he calls me. He's like, dude, you're it. They choose you. They choose you. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. All they right. Choose. Shout out to my Pokemon. Go, Jack, go. <laughs> Jack <Use> I tail whip. <laughs> Use golf cart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Use credit card. Use <laughs> annual interest rates <laughs> and renter's insurance. <laughs> Use marketing. <laughs> it was just yeah, and then dude, it was crazy. Cause like I remember yeah. you, I remember you talking about you were in a commercial, but you were like, you like you couldn't see you. I couldn't remember what commercial it was. Didn't it air on the yeah. Super Bowl or something like that? I actually don't know whether or not it aired during the Super Bowl. If it did, that would that. I mean, that's probably. Uh, Maybe. I don't oh, know. Honestly. I, I just remember. I've only watched like half the Super Bowl. I, I remembered you talked about being on a commercial a long time ago. I remember you telling us about it. And uh, like you were in it, but we couldn't, you know, see your face. You were like running and gunning. Oh, 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 oh. You're talking. So that was actually my first like no shit industry gig because I, I was still in the Marine Corps at the time. And a, a buddy of mine who's a SEAL was like, hey, I'm doing some like some stunt and, and like minor acting work for for the the spinoff of 24, like the new spinoff of 24. And he was like, hey, do you want to do it? One of my guys fell out. And I was like, yeah, sure. And that was like my first time on a legit set. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. And that and. There was, yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. And there was an ad for that on, on the Super Bowl, during the Super Bowl. 
And that, yeah, that's when I freaked out. But you couldn't see my face because I was just part of the squad moving yeah. through town. I was like, where's he at? Like, I was looking for you. I was like, where's my boy? But that, that the USAA commercial, that one was like, whoa. <laughs> like, yeah. There he is. Dude, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. That was nice to see. But, uh, so, uh, I want to save the best for last. We'll save that one for last. The, the, okay. the balls of booty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah well yeah chronologically it's the most recent one yeah, sure. uh but uh so what else what else was going on in the time we got five years to talk about here it's been five years bro oh can god. you believe that no it feels like just yesterday like yeah yesterday you're like hey bro let's practice some dear god by sevenfold i'm like of course how can i refuse <laughs> Dude, we melted some faces when we oh, did bro. Uh, Gunslinger. I know. We should have. We did it like at the end. I wish we would have, you know, practiced some more together while we were on deployment. But I was working with yeah, my. The only reason we were able to do it is because we both knew it so yeah. well. Yeah. I was like, bro, I know the yeah. lyrics. You know the song. Yeah, dude. Of course I do. <laughs> yeah. We're like, dear God's not cutting it, man. And it's the day of. What do we do? I don't know. Let's do Gunslinger. Perfect. <laughs> and then we did. It was awesome. It was a good time. But uh, yeah, we worked on I mean, Dear God for a long time too. But anyway, that's not important. Yeah, we tried to hit that note, but it just wasn't it working just out. Wasn't getting there. So, nope. what else has been going on in the last five years? Oh my God! I mean, I've pretty much focused my entire life towards towards trying to get into this thing and trying to succeed. So pretty much everything that's happened has been centric around that, which is good because that's how I want it to be. Like so many people come to LA and I call it the LA monster. The LA monster gets them with like the glitz and the, the, the social scene, yeah. the party scene. And you know, a lot of people who come there are from smaller places. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's one of the biggest metropolitan areas on the planet. So if you're coming from anywhere that is remote or that's small or that's not New York or L.A. or Seattle or Miami or any of those, you're kind of it's almost like when Flick from A Bug's Life steps into the big city. He's like, wow, yeah. the city It's just like mesmerized by the lights and everything. And if you're not careful and you're not like goal oriented and you're not disciplined, then those things can start chipping away. At, at your efforts and they can start chipping away at you yeah and before you know it like a year has gone by and a year's a long damn time a lot can happen in a year like a year's gone by and you haven't done anything and it's like it's one like no one can be like oh you haven't been in a movie yet because that's such an astronomical thing to accomplish most of, like to be in a, like a full-on studio film most people who like you know who think of acting they're like bro you haven't been in a movie yet you're irrelevant like there's there's yeah. levels to Which, everything <laughs> like, yeah. yeah there's levels to everything and like there i whenever people ask i always say try to find something every day that that helps you move your career forward it, it doesn't have to be huge you don't have to reinvent the wheel mm -hmm. every day because you can't but like i don't know Look like there's websites out there that and that's how actors get gigs. Like a production will put out a casting call and then they'll say, hey, we need this kind of person with this kind of thing. And it's this kind of role. It's a short film. It's a movie or whatever. And you submit yourself. And then and this is w when you don't have an agent and they'll be like, oh, OK, we like you. So come in here. They'll email you the script and then you read it. And then they say you're going to be doing these pages for the audition. Memorize those. You go in and you do it. Whether or not you get it, completely different thing. But. Where was I going with that? But yeah, there's just so many steps to it. There's so many things you can do to improve your station. And if you can try to do a little bit of something that improves you every day, then you slowly start to get towards where you want to go. Yeah. But if you get distracted and your left and right lateral limits are too far out and too wide, then all of a sudden you are partying too much. All of a sudden you're like, you're drinking too much or you're hanging out with the wrong kind of people or you hate yourself or people are too dragging much. you down yeah exactly people hating way too much so 
I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not that social <laughs> out here. I don't really go out and party. Every time I've been to a party, half an hour goes by and me and my boys are just like, dude, let's get the hell out of here. This is dumb. Bro. Let's just go. Let's go play Catan <laughs> and drink beer. You know play what I mean? Play some Pokemon. Listen to some fat tunes. <laughs> Bro, here it's, it's like that. So like, I had my early struggles of the transition of getting out of the military because I didn't know what I was doing. I was living with my parents and I felt like I was so secluded from everybody and everything. You know, my whole life at the time was out in California and I just yeah. came back home and I didn't know anybody. So I was like, fuck, <laughs> what do I do? And it was, yeah. so it was like two years. No, not even. It was just a year. Thank God. But then I met my wife at the time. We both work at Walmart. And I met her at Walmart. Go figure. And then nice. we ended up, she had a son. I'm adopting him. And then we had a kid together, a little baby girl. Yeah, bro, I'm a whole dad now. <laughs> I'm a whole dad. That's outstanding, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. She's going to be two in May. Yeah, May 17th. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This ugly, this dude, ugly so face cool. right here, bro. Recreated. Nah, <laughs> dude. It's all about the charm. I know. It's that, it's that personality. The the way we yeah. met was like it's classic, you know. She was she bought a fifty five inch TV and had this small car, and I had a Jeep Grand Cherokee, and I was just like trying to help her load it up, because I, I push carts. That's my job, and I was like, hey, yeah, just take just take my Jeep. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, just take it, and then she took it, dropped her TV off, and gave me my car back, and we just talked, and then the rest was history. So. Dang. Yeah, dude. That's so cool. It's it's incredible. Like, but that what I was getting at is like that saved me from like that downward spiral that some get when they get out. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's been a blessing ever since. And but I was bringing that up cuz you talked about how you and your boys go try to hit a party up and you're like ah. And it's like me, I don't get out anymore because I'm I feel too old. <laughs> I feel Yeah, man. It's we're the same. Me and my girlfriend are the same. We're like, we can't party with 21 year olds or anything like that. Like not only can we not, but we don't really want yeah. to. It's just kind of like, I, I think maybe we're just slowly starting to understand what like grownups were feeling when we were young. <laughs> yeah. You did you know kids I mean? like, with your not... parties and your clubs. and Yeah. All those, oh, you're talking about them new ticks. Talks and whatnot. What's a Twitter? I don't know why they're so obsessed with clocks <laughs> with the TikTok and <laughs> you know, like oh my god, there's a there's an actual divide between me and like the young up and coming adults. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I mean there there really is because it's like, you... but we've been there though. Like we used to throw it down yeah. back in the day. <laughs> like yeah, we did, we did. <laughs> But I mean, those those days have gone. You know, just imagine going to a club now, and they're like, "Who here is born in 1999 or 2000?" Excuse me, 2000. Yeah, exactly. Get out of here. Yeah, right. Two. Yeah, <laughs> it's wild. But uh, I was born in 1775. <laughs> you in a tavern, in a bar. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I was born in the cradle. I'm not in the cradle. In a crater. <laughs> my my daddy's a Satan and my mother's an N16. Yeah. Oh, daddy's got a needle dick. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, all to say, nothing much has been going on. A lot of personal growth. Definitely a lot of personal. Yeah, for growth. sure. Same. Same. Like maximum, dude maximum personal growth and it's ongoing like for every one thing that you decode about yourself as a person you're like oh my god that's why i'm that way like i don't want to be that way anymore let me make efforts to fix that or to like slowly transform myself like two more things appear yeah so it's just like an ongoing road of self-improvement and trying to be self-aware and trying to be to be more empathetic and try to be more connected and less selfish because like we've only ever been us you know yeah. what i mean and that's the wacky part of life like we've only ever been us we can't like it's not like tekken where you start out with the character select menu and you're like oh i want to be yoshimitsu today or or law or somebody yeah. it's like nope you're you and that's it that's right so we can get some bottlenecked in ourselves sometimes and 
No, I see you, yeah, man. You're trying to be Camp Horno's own Adam Driver. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, hell, dude. If I could have like a shred of how good he's been doing, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but but I mean, dude, he's been going at it since like 2000. Oh yeah, for sure. You what? got a long way to go, bud. It's all right. 2002. Yeah, he's been at it for well over. Dude, 10 I years. thought uh, honestly, I I wasn't that educated in who he was when he first came out in Star Wars. I was watching Law and Order with my wife the other day, and he popped up, and it was like an old episode. I was like, what? I thought his first gig was Star Wars. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> yeah, he, he's had little bits and pieces and a lot of stuff. Like, um, you know the Steven Spielberg movie, Lincoln? Yes. Yeah, so he, pl- he played like a communications officer in that. He was the dude doing like the telegraphs. Oh, wow. And like transposing Lincoln's messages. See, I don't know. Like, I'm... I guess I'm not good with faces with actors unless I see him in like a mainline film and then I see him pop up somewhere. Speaking of Adam yeah. Driver and Kylo Ren, I got to ask you, what did you think of the whole trilogy? I know you're big in Star Wars, so it had to get brought up. Oh, dude, I I live and breathe Star Wars, man. I know. Like, you you I, were doing a you were a handful of- You were doing an Instagram breakdown of the first ever like uh was it force awakens trailer i remember that or maybe it was facebook back when you had facebook you see here there's a little tie fighter down in there i wonder what that is (laughs) yeah what what model is that (laughs) yeah it's a new class (laughs) anyway so what do you think of the the whole trilogy i mean i I'm, i'm a little of two minds about it except i've i've selected one because I see both sides of the argument. Like some people think that it was completely botched. Uh, they started out trying to be too much like the original trilogy, and then they botched the creative aspects of it, and then tried to like circle around and kind of have a safe conclusion, which I get. <clears throat> and then there's the other side that says, you know, these are new characters, new situations. Yes, some of it is derivative of other Star Wars movies, but. That's like, that's Star Wars. Like, all Star Wars is derivative of itself. Mm. That's why it's Star Wars. Um, so so I, I choose to, to be more positive about it. I liked Force Awakens. Uh, it, it, it left all those open-ended questions, which I really liked. I liked that aspect of it. Like, oh my God, who is this? How is it connected to this? Whose daughter? Or whatever the hell. But then I, I just, I despise Last Jedi, dude. The eight, number eight. Yeah. I gotta watch I it again. That one. I could, yeah, I'm never watching it again. Well, I, I have to to give whole... a better opinion of it because I was like, I like it, but I was just happy to see Star Wars <laughs> in theaters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing about all film is subjective, so it's it's purely just my opinion. Yeah. Like, there's plenty of people out there who love it, and I'm hip to that. And if and if they have their reasons, then they have the reasons. Well, but I personally didn't. My like thing it, is, then... is when somebody brings it up, like brings valid points as to why to hate it. I don't remember that part in the, th- the scene or whatever was going on. So I'm like, I got to watch it again to get my mind right. Yeah. And, yeah. And I'm like a lifelong, like I'm connected to an IV of Star Wars all the time. Yeah. So obviously I'm going to have a different lens than like the normal movie goer. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but then I liked it. I liked number nine. I liked it a lot. Oh, I did too. I, I paid more attention to that one and I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, but like you said, it was fun like, seeing the emperor again, huh? It was fun seeing the emperor again. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, well, that was wild. I mean, you knew it was coming because they obviously advertised it. But like, I could see where yeah. some people were like, "How can she just claim being a Skywalker?" By the way, there's spoilers in this. If you haven't seen Star Wars, I don't know what you've been doing for the last like six months. Yeah. If you haven't seen the final Star Wars film in the Skywalker saga, then you probably just don't care that much, in which case... Anyway. You probably don't care. So, like, so like I can't believe... Like, I see, you know, people are like, well, how could she just do that? And I'm like, eh, that's all right. Why, why not? Yeah. I mean, they it pretty works. much raised her. Like, That's like my son. He's not adopted officially yet, but he's a Maxlow. So... Yeah. It's the same thing. Exactly. But uh, plus, I mean, it's 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 right there on the the logic edge mm-hmm. to the point where it's a little bit far out, but it's acceptable. Yeah. So 
Yeah. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It was good. It was good. Yeah. All right, man. Good time. It was a good time. We're gonna cut out here. No, <laughs> <it's a> cut. <laughs> How did you get that part, bro? How did you become the face? Because here's how I look at it. I'm proud that you were. <laughs> it is awesome to see that you were a Call of Duty character. I, this is the coolest thing of all time. Like, it's like, <laughs> I, I think I made a tweet about it. I was like, scratch one thing off my bucket list I didn't know I had on there. Know a guy who's a character in Call of Duty. Like, oh my God, that's <laughs> awesome. But uh, how did that even come about? Dude, the, the way that that came about. <clears throat> It happened somewhat quickly, but in reality, it started back when I was still in the Marine Corps. Because when I was still mainly the Buffalo Hunter, um, I went to the premiere of, well, excuse me, not the premiere. I went to like the trailer premiere of, do you remember Range 15? Range 15. Did you ever follow like Matt Best and the Article 15 guys? And... Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. I, don't, I haven't seen yeah. it, but I know about it, yeah. Yeah, they put together like the the zombie movie and everything like right. that. And I was out there just sort of trying to mix up and just meet folks who were in entertainment. And do you, do you remember who, who who Rocco is? He served with us. No, so he's he's basically just one of the guys in that like comedy. Oh, group. oh, oh, oh. Okay, I I was thinking of another Rocco. That had this no. the slick back hair and tattoos and got NJP'd in Hawaii. But anyway. <laughs> no, definitely not him. Definitely not him. But anyway, so he recognized me and he's like, dude, you're the Buffalo Hunter. I'm like, dude, what the hell are you, Rocco? And like, we connected there. And then from that point forward, we stayed connected through social media. Like, we worked on a couple things together. He put together the pilot for a TV show um, that I'm not sure what's happen happening with it, if if anything. But, you know. You never know. So I went out and worked with him in Utah. That's where he's at. Um, and yeah, one morning, like at 6 a.m., he calls me. And, and he's pretty he's pretty affluent in the veteran community. Like a lot of folks know him. He's like big on Instagram. He's got like 150,000 followers, something like that. Um, so his reach is pretty far and wide. Uh, oh, he's also on Mayans, the spinoff of Sons of Anarchy. Okay. So anyways... He calls me at like 6 a.m. and he's like, dude, I, I, dude, can you talk? I'm like, sure, there's nothing else going on. He's like, dude, I know some of the people who are putting together call it, like the next Call of Duty. And the person that they had to play this character is has to bow out because he's busy on another project. And I was like, oh, damn, okay. And he's like, but I think you would be perfect for it. So can you send me like some photos, like quick bio, like your height and weight, shit like that. Send that to me and then I'll pass it along to them. All is of sure. course. <laughs> so yeah, of course, man. So he, so like an hour later he texts me, he's like, dude, they love it. Like they want to call you. Oh, okay. <laughs> no way. Later that day? Yeah, later that day they call me. They're like, hey, so here's how it would work. Um we would love to use you, uh, so on and so forth. Would you like to do it? And I was like, absolutely, I would love to do it. Oh my you god! You say fucking? Yeah, <laughs> oh. I th I'm pretty sure I did because because the group that put it together, they're all they're all. I was about too, to say so. like, if, if I got offered that, I would do the same. I'd be like, yo, fuck yes, of course I would, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> so did a did a photo shoot. Uh, um, in in Utah, where they had the concept art for the character, but then they they basically tried to replicate the concept art in real in in reality. So like they had to put together the vest and the chest rig and the hair and the makeup and everything like that. And then via the photo shoot, they would see like, okay, how does this look in real time? Is this a character that looks good um, in real life? And after a couple. I think like after a month, they were like, yep, we like the characters. So then it moved forward. So then they scanned me in. And then it was just a waiting game. And for the longest time, I was worried that they weren't even going to come out with the character because I was like, dude, what if they just like decide not to, you know, for whatever reason, because in this industry, so many, so much shit can change. Yeah. Like 
You don't even you don't have the part unless you're standing in front of a camera. Right. Like you could you could get booked for the part. Everything could be going fine, and then a couple weeks beforehand, before shooting, they say, "Oh, hey, sorry, like you've been let go. We we picked someone else." Or like they, or in this case, they can be like, "Hey, sorry about it, but we decided to scrap that character because X, Y, and Z." And so 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 sorry. Thanks for your time. But then I see the that first uh, that first ad or that first video, and I'm jumping up and down because I'm like, "It's me." <laughs> so you had so you had no idea it was coming out until we all found out it was coming out. Dude, yeah, exactly. Like wow. I, I didn't really have any insiders except they said maybe it would come out in summer. So I was like, oh my god, I gotta wait another six months. Are you kidding? Fine. So this has been going on for years. Like you knew it. Like this was a potential for like years. You said. No, th- this uh, this started in October last oh, year. Okay. So yeah, it's been cooking up for like what has it been now? Seven months ish. Okay. I, I didn't know you, you were talking about like it was steam like started to roll and or the ball started to roll when you were in the Marine Corps. I was like. Damn, they shot you five years ago? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I mean, that's when I made the connection okay, with the okay. dude who eventually recommended me. So did you have to wear, like, the and... black suit with the little dots all over everywhere? No? You yep. did? Oh, what was yeah. that like? Dude, it was so cool. Because, <laughs> like, you you see special features of that stuff all the time, and it's like, it, it, was, it, was, pretty, it was pretty neat. Pretty wild, too. I, I wondered if they um, still did that, like. So you had to you yeah, had to operate, that. run and gun, hook and jab, and a little black suit with dots all over you. Yep. Oh my yep. goodness! You made it, bro! You made it! You did it! Yeah, That's it! But retire! You're you're done! I'm just kidding. Oh my god! <laughs> nah, this is just the beginning, man. This, but it's good because this is the kind of momentum that can hopefully lead to other stuff. Bro, did it? Did um, you buy the pass? You got your character unlocked? I know you bought the game. Of course <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> I ha- dude playing as myself is so whack it's so cool though bro and i hey, feel like i live i feel like i play better that's what you and the lead singer of avenge sevenfold have in common you're both in call of duty oh my god that's true look at that look you know what's fun? i have two other friends who are characters in call of duty <laughs> oh, so it's not as cool no, i'm just kidding <laughs> really no, no no it's it's definitely cool but that that was for what was it was it Black Ops 4? I think it was for Black Ops 4 or Black Ops 3. But, the, I mean, but they're like, they're both freaking, one of them's like six foot five, 250 pounds of red-blooded American muscle. Oh my. And he's a former Green Beret. And then you got this, the other guy, they're, they're both outstanding guys, man. And the other guy's like six foot two, giant arms, like big Captain America jaw, yeah. baby blue eyes, like, Friggin' both need to be superheroes. <laughs> and I was like, dude, that's never gonna be me. I'm not I'm not bro, six bro, foot I'm four. I'm taller than like... you, ain't I? Yeah. Yeah, I was Yeah, I am. You're a little short little bastard. <laughs> yeah, five ten. That's all right. It's a good height. That's a good height. Two inches. But yeah, I never would have suspected. But it, it definitely it definitely illustrates the fact that I always tell people like one of the number one things you need to do not only in life, but especially like if you want to be in a volatile industry like this one Mm -hmm. or any industry, really like being a good dude and networking. Yeah. Networking. But like, it's so funny because I've seen people try to network and it's obnoxious. You know what I mean? Like they'll enter a conversation and immediately start probing to see like, what can I gain? Here's what I have to offer. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they're 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 tele- they're telegraphing the fact that they're trying to network. I've I've done my best to try to never do that. Although I'm sure I've slipped up here and there, yeah. but like I've I've tried my best not to do, do that. I've always said like just be cool, just like be yourself, crack a few jokes and through your actions let people know that you're not a sleazeball yeah. and that like you're you're a guy of your word, you've got your principles, you're a hard worker show up early, you know, shit like that. Like just conduct yourself in the best way that you can and be a good person, be a good dude and be a good buddy. And 
I hadn't talked to, to Rocco for months because he was so busy. I hadn't talked to him probably all year because he was so dang busy with, with the new season of Mayans. And then all of a sudden, he's just like out of the blue recommending me to these people. And my only assumption is that the only reason that he did that is because he felt he could trust me because he knew that I was an okay dude. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If I was a dick weasel, then he certainly yeah, no, wouldn't have recommended 100 percent not. But no, like, like you said, I mean that's that's how I go about everything, really. Like I don't, yeah. I don't ever. When I go to these uh, Pokemon tournaments and stuff to promote my channel, I don't even. Which is the coolest thing ever? Did you just say you go to Pokemon? Yes, tournaments? sir. That's so sick. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh my god, that's so sick, dude! You're a Pokemon trainer, dog. Yeah, bro, I made it. Not oh quite. I'm, I'm pretty bad. Like I'm not even gonna lie. Like I'm okay around my local area, but then I get like bodied at these big tournaments. But anyway, like at NAIC North American International Championships that was in Columbus, Ohio this past year. Um, <laughs> I was up there and I hadn't really got the notion. I guess that one's not good because I hadn't got the note like the ball rolling to create this channel yet. It wasn't until after. But the regional championships close by. I go in there, I'm like, yo, I'm going to promote my channel. But then I'm like, I don't really... I want to promote it, but I don't want to be that guy walking around handing flyers out every day. I want to just talk to people and know people. And that's the point of this channel yeah. is to get people connected. You know, like, build a family from the ground up kind of thing. Because that's what we're about. That's what we were in when we were in the service. We weren't in the military. We were in a massive family. Imagine yeah. having a massive family. Imagine having one thousand four hundred brothers and sisters <laughs> like you see every day. <laughs> yeah, man, it's 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 awesome to think about. Yeah, it's and th those are the things that that one misses. Yeah, but as but you were you were talking about uh, what was I talking? The Pokemon tournament. Oh yeah, <laughs> back on that. Oh, dude, it's awesome. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Man. I got to hear about that. Oh, dude. you want to hear about the Pokemon tournaments? All right, so. Hell yeah, I want to hear about Pokemon tournaments. So, like I said, I specialize in the card game. That's what I do. Um, they're a lot of fun, man. Like, if you ever get a chance. I was actually, I was out in Anaheim for one back in 2017. Yeah, I know I didn't hit you up. My bad. <laughs> All good. All good. Uh, but I was out in Anaheim for one. and. I mean, you just sit there and play cards all day, bro. Like, it's a big deal. Like, you can see crowds from 500 to, like, 1,000. I think 1,500 was the most ever. Don't quote me on that. But, like, 1,500 smelly dudes in a room. <laughs> 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 all wearing Axe body spray. Or no, no body spray. No deodorant. Or none whatsoever. My, yeah. my wife went to the... There was one in Memphis, Tennessee back in 2017, and she walked in there and was like, it smells like stale nachos and flat Code Red Mountain Dew in here. I gotta get out of here. They'd be stinking. Some oh of them God. dudes be stinking. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> no, they're a lot of fun, man. Like, the card game's a blast. I know you said you played Catan. Uh, I know a few people who played it. I've never played it, so I can't, like, compare the two. I need to try. Oh, well, I mean, like, dude, I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh! And Pokemon, like, during lunch in high school, man. Oh, bro, dude, you got to get into the game, bro. Get into it. Dude, I, I thought about getting back into Yu-Gi-Oh! or Magic the Gathering. Dude, those Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic the Gathering, like, me and my buddies would all play during lunch. Like, senior year during lunch. Like, we don't really, like, want to hang out. We don't want to do anything. So, like, during lunch or, like, during our open hour, like, we'll literally just go to the cafeteria and start Start dueling. Bro, sometimes I forget how big of a nerd you are. I knew you were a nerd. I've always known you were a nerd. Oh, dude. <laughs> to the max, bro. I know, bro. To the Steven Max low. <laughs> That's right. Hey, shout out. <laughs> but, uh, shout out? But no, they're a, they're um, a ton of fun. I, like, the games are fun. I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh! too. I played, up until I got out of the military, I played for a little, like, on the low. I didn't tell nobody because... You remember Gunny, Gunny Hammock? Remember him? Yeah. Yeah, bro. He he inspected oh, my room. Gunny Hammock. He inspected my room one time and found my Yu-Gi-Oh cards and laughed at me. So I like my little self. Well, he probably <laughs> he probably got beat up in high school. So what does he know? Yeah. Good dude. I miss him. 
<laughs> but, yeah, I'm just kidding yeah. about but that. He, might... he was he was a good dude to me. Yeah, he was a good guy. But anyway, um, I remember when my wife first met me and she like saw my Pokemon card. She was like, "Oh my god, you're a nerd!" <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, but I think that was one of the first things I asked my girlfriend was like, "So do you like Star Wars?" She was like, That's "Yeah, I huge. love Star Wars," and I was like, oh. "That's it." What do you need? <laughs> Great. <laughs> but uh you still singing and stuff? You still doing music? Honestly, I haven't touched music in forever. I used to do it way more because the school that I used to go to had a piano, so I had access to instruments. But that's pretty much done with, so I haven't really touched music in forever. And as much as I like it, I feel like... I might, I would probably not do anything with it unless I had like an overwhelming reaction to something. Mm -hmm. And like the kind of music that I like to sing, like, isn't even like the super poppy stuff, like Bieber or, you know, you know, I can't sing anything contemporary because I can't do it. I can't, I can't be like, I can't do any of that. You know me, (laughs) dog. I know. Like, I, I, uh, I still play. I like singing country and and oldies from the 50s and 60s that's my shit bro i'm sure there's a there's a gaggle of people who do, are into that you can find a group <laughs> a there's a there's a facebook group somewhere if you were on facebook <laughs> oh i couldn't God, think of I, I couldn't think of a name it was just gaggle came out God, gaggle <laughs> dude what if we call it a gaggle fuck yeah <laughs> cluster fuck oh my god look at this gaggle fuck <laughs> yeah. Bro, but no, I still I still get down on the guitar every now and then. Yeah, I dropped my EP Word. finally. Remember, I had that going. Yeah, yeah bro, I did <laughs> last year. Dude, is it on YouTube? Uh, there's two songs on YouTube, but it's on SoundCloud. Uh, okay, you just... for sure. So you're a SoundCloud rapper now? Yeah, only <laughs> metal, <laughs> only hardcore. SoundCloud metal. But uh, hell yeah, yeah, it's on SoundCloud. Everybody. Uh, just search Stephen Maxwell with a PH. You'll find it easy. Ruins of Detroit. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds sick. Yeah, it came out. I finally did that. I remember I back in when I was with you guys. It was like, oh, dude, I'm gonna drop this. I'm gonna drop it. I had the demo. It was ready to go, and then I never did. And then I told myself when I got settled down, I was like, I'm doing it. And then we did it. So <laughs> it's out. There you go. There uh, you go. Other than that, man, that's that's it. Just hooking and jabbing through this quarantine. How's that going for you? Honestly, man, not much change to lifestyle. Like, just pretty much how I conducted myself before. So the only thing that the only huge change really is that I can't go to the gym, and there's more scarcity with resources, but but not really. So I'm I'm not I'm not tripping like a lot of people are a lot of people who like went out all the damn time or like hit the bars every night and stuff like that i can't imagine how they're doing oh bro they're going crazy Uh, and then like folks who've lost their jobs like that's awful i i think about that a lot about how how many people in in the united states live paycheck to paycheck let alone just in the city yeah and like those people who've lost their jobs blows my mind sometimes we uh we were actually before we got on i got on here with you we were like low-key thinking about shutting it down but like i said we both work at walmart and we're still working but is it worth it like we're that's what we're asking ourselves because you know it's accessible with that virus like it's it's gonna happen and we got two kids like so yeah we're thinking about it i don't know if we're gonna do it or not right now it's a no Mm. but it's being thrown around as a possibility um word but yeah, it's been it's been a weird time. Just yeah, I mean, as far as I know, the kids aren't being affected that much, if at all, which is good, I suppose. And I, you like, it's such an interesting state to be in because part of you is like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. It could be in the air right now. I could be infected, so on and so forth. Like, oh my gosh. But then, if you look at the numbers, it's not as scary. But then you see a video of somebody on a ventilator and you're like, Oh my God, that's awful. Yeah. 
But then you see a video of somebody on Instagram who's like, oh, yeah, I have COVID-19 and it's been three days and I've kind of had a cold and now I'm fine. Yeah. So it's, it's almost like this disease is like rolling the dice if you get it. Yeah. It's like, is it going to hit you like a meteor or if you could have it and not even know it? Well, like I um, I know it's not really affecting kids that much. I mean, there's always that percentage and it's not really that. If one of us goes down with it, like taking care of the kids is yeah. going to be a problem. And right. uh, so we'll see. Have they shut down schools where you are? Oh, at? yeah. Mine and my son's okay. school. We're we're chilling. Okay. See, I'm a. F- oh, wait, you. I, I'm still in school. Oh, okay. Still word, word. soaking up that GI Bill. <laughs> Dude, soak it all the way up. And have you have you done all your disability? Oh stuff? yeah, oh yeah. I'm... That's a story that not for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. I'll for tell sure. you about that. But speaking of yeah, offline. speaking of the podcast we are gonna wrap this up i had you for an hour like i said i would and uh thanks a lot man like it was really good really good to have you it's good to see you again and um yeah man definitely you're doing big things like you're making all the boys back in porno proud you're making me proud you're making yourself proud that's what matters and uh the floor is yours man if you got any shout outs anything you want to say add floor is yours yeah um well, first and foremost, the stuff that makes me feel the best is definitely when I make my boys proud. Like, that's definitely something that I'm always pushing for. Like, I want to do things not only because it's my my own success um, and my own, like, gratifying of my desire to express the artwork and everything like that. But also, as an added bonus, it makes, pe- it makes people like in the Marine Corps, it makes my family and friends, it makes them happy and it makes them proud. And I think that's the biggest gratification. Um, and it makes me happy that like you've you've pursued things that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know, like putting out the music, freaking being a Pokemon trainer, doing the podcast, like doing these things. So many people don't have the I don't want I don't want to say the guts because it's not like you're jumping off a cliff, but like so many people don't have the guts to do things that they like to do. You know what yeah. I mean? Or, or to be honest with themselves and be like, this is something that I like to do. I'm going to pursue it. Right. So that makes me happy because I tell dudes all the time, like when you get out, you have to establish a new mission for yourself. Because if you're just s- sitting there collecting dust, then you're going to go nuts. Like when you're in the military, you are purpose slash mission oriented 24-7. There's always something. And you're always putting your all into it and you're always pushing for it. Whether it's like you, if you have a patient or God forbid, you're in a situation where you need to apply your techniques to save a life or, you know, like me, where it's perfecting the art of, of the run and gun or like being a good leader or anything like that. We have that 24 seven. And then when you get out, all that's gone and you, and there's this giant void in who you are as a person that can either cause like a black hole to appear or you can fill it with something else. So I always tell guys, like, find a new mission, fill it with something. If you love something, pursue it because you're going to pursue it with the ferocity and dedication and motivation that you had when you were in the Marine Corps, when you were in the Navy, when the Army, so on and so forth. Maybe not the Air Force. I'm just kidding. Air Force is cool. Um, (laughs) We love the Air Force. And that's that's exactly what I did is like I went from the military, knew exactly what I was going to do, and I just transitioned right to that. So my transition was almost seamless. So I try to encourage guys all the time. Like if you love something or you have a passion for something, pursue it. Even if it's just a little bit at a time, like put yourself into it. Pursue it because you love it. Like what else could, what else is life meant for than to pursue something that you're passionate about? Like to be with people that you love, to do things that you love. So it makes me happy that that's what you're doing. And I hope anybody who listens to this, if you're listening to this, and like you wanted to get in photography, but you don't know how, or you really want to do like write a book, but you kind of don't know how, or you're trying to gain weight or you're trying to lose weight or whatever it is, just like pursue it with everything that you got or everything that you can have. Because, you know, sometimes we got jobs, we got families and everything like that. So obviously you can't just like drop everything and sprint, but try to chip away at it. Like I had a buddy who, who was like, 
having one of those moments where he was like, dude, I don't know if it's worth it anymore. And I asked him, like, dude, what do you love? He was like, oh, I love fishing. And I was like, that's horseshit. If you loved fishing, we wouldn't be talking about this right now. You'd be fishing. I said, what do you love? He said, oh, I love being alone. I'm like, that's bullshit too. Because if you loved being alone, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. <laughs> so what do you love, man? And he was like, well, I love fighting. I was like, tell me more. He says, I used to fight. Like I used to box in high school. I used to do Muay Thai and stuff like that. He was like, there's nothing that I've loved more than that. And I was like, dude, join a gym. Go a couple nights a week. You know, if you got time to feel like this sounds insensitive, but I think I might have said it at the time. I was like, dude, if you have time to feel sorry for yourself, you have time to like throw on your boxing shorts, wrap up your hands and hit the bags. You know what I mean? Like get into it. Why the fuck not? You're 24 years old. You got time. You got a loving wife who supports you. You got a dog. You got a house. Like get into fighting, man. Why not? And he was like, oh, my God, you're right. So now so, he's a multi-million dollar boxer? I thought that's what this would go. No, no. no. He, I, mean, he's, he, I mean, he's still the same guy, except now he's, he's amongst the other things in his life. He has now added something that he's passionate yeah. about. And that makes life so much more worth living. Right. So anybody out there listening to this, do what you love. That's right. You heard it from the man himself. And this is Steven from the Floaty Cast. We will see you guys later for the next episode. Peace. Peace. The metal will live on.